0: Hello, welcome back to part two of our week five review. We're uh, we're still here in the doghouse because we haven't moved. Yeah, we've just been for a piss and uh,
1: some skills.
2: Yeah, I've
0: got
1: another beer. Wee and we played with Ebony, the podcast dog. And she's yeah, she's a bit depressed now because we've stopped playing.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's uh, sort of giving us that she's sad, look. evil look. Soggy balls. Anyway, it's it, the yeah. I'm I'm not gonna grant that one so it's half time griff it's time for the team talk normally i've I've got a faint clue of what's going on so i this time i don't so be prepared for some major fencing
1: yeah i should imagine you'll be on the fence i want to know your opinion on a controversial topic in the news do you think in any way it can be all right for a part of a country to secede from another part, i.e. the Catalan situation in Spain. If they have enough citizens who vote for it, whether the vote is legal or not, should they be allowed to set up their own government peacefully and return to
0: being their own region, which they
1: were way, way back in the past?
0: I guess um, uh, this is awkward because... past that fence. we <laughs> <laughs> got creosote. Um, no but it's it 's the precedent it sets because uh for the spanish um, if you 're using this the spanish as an example it 's not just the Catalans that want to break away you know basque uh, uh separatists have wanted to be quite separate from the from the from the Spanish authorities for a while so uh whether it 's right or not it 's just never going to happen um um, yeah, so personally, um, uh, it's it's like to me in, in a way it's like Brexit. There's, there needs to be a they do, need do to, want me to go first, John. They need to set a, a case forward for them to do it, and I, I've, I'm, I'm I'm not an expert on this. I've not seen the case, uh, but it doesn't look like there's been much thought other than the fact that they want to be separate but yeah if you want to go Gary I don't think I, I, think, I think there needs to be uh, it's just never going to happen
2: yeah I, I think that it's quite clear that you have to approach these things in the correct way so you can, you can do all sorts of things to understand public feeling which can lead to acts to to change constitution so what you can't do is say I'm going to have a vote A bit like our Twitter votes, and say, I don't want to be here. Who's with me? So, you you can't, you just can't act like that. It's not how it works. So, um, there is a, there is ways to do these things. And you have to remember, it isn't just about the people that live in those areas, it's also about the businesses that operate within those areas. So, other things are affected. So, as far as I'm concerned, it should be done via the will or the understood will of the people with then an opportunity for both sides to put a case so obviously with the scottish independence referendum there was an appetite for a vote on it and that was shown quite clearly by you know what happened in the political arena in scotland and then there was an opportunity for both sides to make a case and then for a legal vote to take place, so I thought that was the right way to do it, and I don't think that yeah you can just set up your own country. Um, as much as I'd love to have you know Gilo Land, uh, you know uh, I'm just not going to set up a country in the middle I'd, of North. I'd
0: vote for him to secede from this country. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: say, who tells you? what you can do anyway, because I never voted for any government. I never voted for any constitution, because it was all in place before I got here. So why should I adhere to something I never had a hand in in the first place? If I was Spanish and of that region, I could understand why they want to be separate, because five, 600 years ago they were, and it's the same with Northern Ireland situation here. I can understand why they want to be part of a United Ireland as opposed to a part of a united kingdom whether or not i think it's right or wrong i can understand it and i think uh people always being told what they can and can't legally do doesn't always work if that was the case then egypt would have never freed itself from its ruler because people weren't allowed to vote they weren't allowed to go out in the street but they just did it anyway um obviously it, but there are legal ways of doing yeah, this. there are and that's but the, the legal ways are always swayed towards what's in existence already and that can be causing a lot of unhappiness for a lot of people so what i'm saying is just because it's the legal path doesn't mean everybody's got an equal say that way so i can understand why they're doing what they're doing and i think it makes an interesting test case exactly like brexit which is they're saying uh the united kingdom or great britain's got to pay x y and z and we're saying well what if we don't Because there is no precedent. So if we just walk away, they're not going to stop trading with us because they need the money. But they can't confess that. They've got to try and get the money in the first place. So it's uh, sometimes these rules are in place and no one's really thought through, well, what happens if somebody just goes through and does what they
2: want anyway? But then, you know, Crimea obviously was annexed in the Ukraine, wasn't it? (coughs) So so there are incidents out there where it has been done and it's been, you know, condemned worldwide. Um, So... But like I say, there will be people, or there were people within Crimea, who did not want to be part, an annexed part no, of the Ukraine. Yeah. And because, you know, there is no legal majority, in effect. There is no official vote. The turnout, I think, was 43%. So, um, actually, so you're, you're making a decision for an entire area based on 43%, because actually they never had a legal properly debated referendum so if scotland had decided to leave for example based on a referendum with a 80% turnout or whatever it was then you go right they want to go fuck off but <laughs> you know they as yeah. that, that we're talking about a completely different situation so there are ways of doing it and they are maybe more drawn out and they do lead to governments having the ability to to affect things in a different way and use their spending power or their influence or whatever it might be to alter the outcomes of those things but you can't just let 40% of the people um, turn up and then just go oh yeah, we won, we're gone having
1: seen the violence at the polling booths I can understand why only 40% of the population yeah. there turned up though so I think if you held a legal vote I think the, app, the turnout would be much higher right, that's been seven and a half minutes it's, a very yeah. serious conversation something I just want to know what other people of my generation think
0: of it because I think it's very interesting uh, well, should, we, should we move on to the NFL? Beep, 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 beep. news flash, <laughs> news flash <laughs> Peterson has left the Saints uh, and joined the Cardinals, uh, traded for a conditional draft pick. I don't know what late it was; just a late, yeah, round, it was just draft a late draft round draft yeah. pick. Late round draft pick because what they need is a, a running back who can't run anymore. Well, currently, um, uh, Peterson has about three yards per carry, which would make him
2: well for on nine carries or something.
0: <laughs> but it still makes it would make him the. Uh, most efficient runner in the Cardinals team that is true uh, they, you know, they, they really miss David Johnson uh, and I think the
1: thing here is there's more potential with Peterson than there is with Chris Johnson who they've released in the subsequent move they've got Andre Ellington to catch the ball out of the backfield which Peterson doesn't do anyway no. so that role doesn't change for Ellington and there's more chance that you get some spark out of Peterson. If it doesn't work, they're in no worse a position. So it's a gamble worth taking.
0: Yeah.
2: He's another Pierre Garçon, isn't he? Ellington. Another disappointing fantasy player.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't want to rely on him every week, you know, like maybe like I do. But you. Flat has to
2: deceive. Flat has to deceive that boy. Yeah, yeah. About two to... or three years ago. Yeah. What are you laughing at, John? That boy. <laughs> that boy. Well, <laughs> no. oh, I've watched him, you know. It's like he was um, a school teacher. <laughs> yeah, well, you know yeah i could i could school him so um
1: <laughs> yeah, on something I'm other sure. than football Is that a sexual term i'm not sure i don't want
0: to know it is i don't think it don't is john
2: know. i don't think it is maybe in your world um not in mine um but yeah he he, he never does as well as you think he was going to do like i say two or three years ago he looked like he was going to be a very good pass pass catching running back and he, he's just he's just so inconsistent
1: In all fairness, he he has not been getting the snaps to grow into any consistency because David Johnson does it all. And he only comes out to play when David Johnson isn't there and he's probably not getting the snaps. I think he did all right. Nine receptions for 65 yards is not bad for any running back out of the backfield. And he's been the only good thing about the backfield situation since uh, Johnson went down. So I think it's a worthwhile gamble for the Cardinals because their season hinges on them finding some sort of running
0: spark now. So, well... Yeah, fair enough. Should we move on their game against the Eagles? We should. As a start. Uh, it
1: was card seven, Eagles 34. It was all over after the first quarter, when I think the uh, Eagles were 21 points up. Yep. And uh, really, it wasn't a contest at all. At no point was this game
0: closer than the score suggests. No, quite frankly. Um, Wentz scored 3 First half Gosh touchdown. Wentz. Ah, ah, ah fun. Wentz. Is it Wentz? It is Wentz. Yeah, he's, he's not the count from Sesame Street. I, I, gave, him a, I gave him a more Germanic. Thought John would be watching Hello, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Wentz three uh, three uh, first half touchdowns, which I is, liked uh, Aguilar's the best. Yeah, ah, it was just it was just it sweet. Really good it? this year, old oh, Nelson.
2: Yeah, it, it, when he gets the ball, it, obviously Matthews has had quite a lot of. Um, a lot of targets, hasn't he, I think. But, um, yeah, he's always looked half-decent. Um,
0: BF, um, he looks Zach Ertz uh, as well. Zach Ertz, yeah. <laughs> fucking... Just...
1: Oh, yeah, look, Wentz and Ertz have got some sort of connection, which is great. Ertz is one of those players I can't touch because he burned me in fantasy, so I just Same as. can fuck right off. Um, <laughs> he needs to get some more letters in his fucking name as well. That's just, that's just four letters that were left on the Scrabble board, and that's not a fucking surname. Just saying... Right, LeGarrette Blunt, 14 carries for 74 yards. It's not a game winning performance, but he didn't need to be. It was just there to run the clock down, basically. Yeah. He's improving as the season goes on. He's definitely the lead back now. In your team? Uh, yes, in, in my fantasy team, doing nothing really, but, you know. He's, he's Seven point, incredibly points. touchdown dependent. Well, so was that
2: was. a salary cap decision from the Patriots? Because I still find that a really strange decision. After the season he had last year, I know Belichick might have thought that. That was his one year.
1: Yeah, I think that's what But it's just,
2: I find that really strange. I think
1: they thought the amount of work he put in, he was basically going to be done. And to be fair, he doesn't look quite as explosive, but he's not being used every down like he was last year. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a strange one. I'd rather we kept him, but I don't think you'd be seeing anything different out of him if he was on the Patriots. I think he's just not got the capacity left because he was completely drained last year. Um, With regards to Carson Palmer, 28 of 44, 291 yards and a touchdown. Looked after the ball, all right. That's about all you can say for him. Um, The the Cardinals just look static. Yeah. They don't look able to be explosive. Um, And especially when you didn't get a big play out of Fitzgerald in this game. So, they it's this, this worthwhile gambling for Peterson. If it pays off, then their season is salvageable. If it doesn't, well, it was sunk anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I had a mate out of that game, actually. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, um, one of the guys that plays in my other fantasy league, and he looked like he had a great time. He, he's an Eagles fan. And, oh, so, yeah. You know, 21 nil up, and he, he was just absolutely loving it from what <laughs> I could see. I'm so. you know, not surprised. Um, the
1: Eagles top that division now, don't they? The NFC East. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with a 4-1 and one record, which puts them... Uh, well, the Redskins and the Cowboys got two wins each, and uh, the Giants no wins. No, no wins to the Giants. <laughs> but season's young. But, but they are they are well up in that division at point eight hundred. They're, they're doing everything that they could be asked of to do. They've got to be favourites to win the division at the moment, even with the schedule they've got coming up. Um,
2: Skins are still got a game in hand. Yeah,
1: they? I yeah, because they had this week off, didn't they? As a buy, but. Uh, <laughs> I think you can't ask for more out of Carson Wentz than you're getting right now, and the rest of the team is absolutely playing well around him. So, you now find yourself, if you look at the, the division, where you've got Eli, Dak Prescott, uh, Kirk Cousins, and Carson Wentz, is Carson Wentz the best quarterback in that division at the moment?
2: Yes, easily.
1: Uh, this season, he's been the best. Better than Dak? Yeah. I would it's take. Him, I would take Carson over Dak. I think Carson has developed into a better, reg, like, with regularity, consistency type of passer than Dak Prescott. He's no, maybe not the flashy play.
2: He's a better passer.
1: Yeah, so I would take him. I would take him over Kirk Cousins because I just, I'm just never convinced about him. And Eli, we know is basically crap. He, well,
0: crap. Thirty nine, isn't he? Or
1: he's not thirty nine. He's like thirty seven, thirty six, but he's a big old bucket of turd. Um, well, but okay, fair. It's fair
0: behind behind that O line, Brady would. Be, oh, uh, he'd be mincemeat mate. He'd be yeah. absolutely
1: destroyed. And and I'm surprised Eli's still performing his Iron Man greatness of yeah. keeping going. But,
0: uh, yeah, he's wank as fuck, and he really. But yeah, thirty thirty-one rushing yards for the Cardinals this week.
1: Yeah, thirty-one rushing yards combined. That screams we need a running back. This, what they
0: need is a thirty-one-year-old running back <laughs> coming off yep.
1: successive knee injuries. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they need. Okay. Uh I think that's that game pretty much summed
0: up and we should wait and see well, how it goes with Peterson. Peterson is three <coughs> touchdowns off 100. Uh, so he has 97 so touchdowns. He has 97 touchdowns, but he's
2: three. Good maths.
0: But I think Well, sorry,
2: for our American listeners, math.
0: But I I think I think for him like he's probably really desperate to get to that if if that fought the foot one four uh, running backs to 100 or something, so he want, probably wants to get there, and this is going to give him more of a chance than he is going to get at the Saints. I absolutely, absolutely agree. Yeah. I, you, know, you know, you want to. I want to see Peterson doing all right because we, we are, we are talking behind.
2: about Adrian Peterson. You know, we've yeah. got to remember that. And, yeah, yeah. and if 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 a offensive coordinator decides to build an offense around him and give him a lot of work yeah. and and you know get him involved a lot,
1: Bruce Herring's He is Peterson.
2: School. You've got to yeah. remember this. He, he is, is Peterson school.
1: He'll, he'll want to use him like he should be used, not like, like in some random formations like Peyton, Peyton
0: does at the Saints. It's a shame because I quite liked watching uh, sort of Peterson go more and more insane and angry behind <laughs> Sean Payton as the games went on. But um, yeah, now we'll, we'll see. That time is done, so, so let's uh, move on. Let's move on uh, to the Steelers um, hosting the Jags, and quite possibly the worst game. Big Ben's ever played Yeah I, I think I think it was the only time He's put up five interceptions
1: In a career And the first time With two pick sixes Since 2008
2: Yeah it was It was It was hilarious Wow If wow. you have
0: the Jags defence As someone on this table does, <coughs> Then uh, You'd You practically won your Because 28 I think you know defense. That was only a
2: small part Of my 137 points this week But um, You know it was it was obvious, you know, um, halfway through the game that that Ben just didn't know what to do against that pass defense, and the Jaguars have a superb pass defense, and lots of teams are starting to find that out. You need to rush the ball against the Jaguars.
0: Yeah, he still got three hundred twelve yards, and um, Brown got one hundred fifty-seven yards off ten receptions, but um, he did throw the ball
2: fifty-five times.
0: Yeah. So they were permanently behind uh, to yeah. keep throwing it uh, but it no,
1: was no just a, if you play for as long as he's played in the league you're entitled to the odd abortion game it happens what he's got to do is not have this again this season because there are question marks now about he, he came afterwards and said maybe I haven't got it anymore as
0: I say, listening and to that, him that is not
1: what you need a leader to say he, he's by all means take responsibility and say I fucked this up basically I was looking at the wrong team when I was throwing the ball whatever you want to say say it But don't come out and say, maybe I haven't got any more. When you've already, uh, in pre-season, you've already said, I might retire. Because it just leads to questioning of your leadership.
2: Well, I think, you know, we've touched on, through the different weeks, some disappointing performances. But then we've also touched on the fact that they've got superb quality throughout the team. And then this week, it just made you question again whether they just, you know, whether they really... Had to force their way through in those games, you know. Whether it was, yeah. you know, actually they just scraped it, rather than you know they just, the, you know, the they were managing it. Which what were they doing? The team now is it's talented. starting to look like they've scraped it, and you know because yeah, yeah. that was awful.
1: The team is talented, but Ben has been struggling this season. Sixty-two percent completion rating on the season, and no games with three hundred yards yet.
2: No, that's what so I mean. he.
1: He is clearly reaching the end of the road and I think he saw it coming and I wonder if he's regretting not stepping back. Um, Maybe he was talked into staying. But I still think this is a big difference between him and Eli. I still think on the days when he's good, he's good enough to lead a team from the front. Whereas with Eli, I think he needs all the weapons around him ticking. I don't think Roethlisberger needs that, but maybe he's lost some confidence in himself.
0: Yep. Yeah, now, uh... well...
1: Let's talk about a player who hasn't lost any confidence in himself and was awesome. Leonard Fournette, best ever rookie performance
0: for a Jags running back. He wow. Was, yeah. Hundred and eighty one yards, two touchdowns. Looked immense. Looked superb. If
2: only someone had picked him in fantasy.
0: Hello there.
2: Woo! <laughs> that 90 yarder at the end that was oh. awesome do you know what it updated on my fantasy before it updated on red zone <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged the whatsapp group saying what has Fournette just done because uh, yeah, I noticed it the shit all it's over the scene ridiculous it's oh. nice
0: that you can do that and I was going is, is Parker injured is Clay injured <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, he's been very impressive. Is Gurley even playing? Well, I think they thought he was
2: just going to run it up the middle, didn't they? So, yeah. you know, just run the clock. He just decided, no, I'm just going to run it back for 90 yards.
0: So it was superb. Yeah. Um, Bortles. Um, 8 of 14, 14 95, 95 yards, yards and a pick.
2: Love wow. it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. What?
1: Still one. Fuck me. It just, I mean, they're numbers that even Jake Cutler would be ashamed of. Do you know what?
2: For Blake Bortles, and we talked about this at mm, the start yeah. of the season... And we said, we said, if he is not allowed to throw the ball too much, then that is the perfect recipe yeah, for absolutely. the Jaguars. <laughs> so, you love the Jaguars. The Jaguars. Um, But...
0: If you had him in fantasy this week, he you got your 2.7 points. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. <laughs> Who the but, fuck had him
1: in fantasy this week? Stevie Wonder doesn't
0: play fantasy. But then last year, Does he, he was
2: scoring you 15 points and oh, losing. Yeah. So... This is the difference, and this is why Mike is terrible at fantasy, because he doesn't (laughs) always see the difference between real NFL and fantasy NFL. But we talked about it, and we said if he's not allowed to throw the ball, perfect. Let the defense win you the game, and then run it up the middle with Fournette. And then once you think you're ahead, take Fournette out, so he doesn't get bashed up too much. It's a really simple game plan, and if they stick to that, they'll do okay. So... I think you might see the Jaguars in the playoffs. I said it last week. You did, yeah. I still still think it.
1: They're doing very well considering they lost their number one wide receiver. They're they're still doing enough to win games. I don't know what their schedule looks like. I can't imagine they've got too many. That might even be that
2: might be helping making the decision to just run the ball.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And why not? Who who are they playing next?
0: Rams this week. Mm. Uh, Tight game that'll be that'll be uh, then Colts. Yeah, we should win that, yeah.
1: Win. That's a
0: divisional, isn't
1: it? Colts, Titans, and Texans in that division.
0: Then I think it's their
1: bye. Um,
0: Bengals, yeah, Colts, that's a win.
1: The Jags are currently top of that division at 3 and 2, by the way. Uh, a game ahead of the Texans and the Titans
0: and the Colts. Yeah, Bengals, Chargers.
2: Yeah, I've got the Jams.
0: They've suddenly got a very good run of games. I've
2: got the Jags down as bye in week eight week 8 and they've got John Downers by from weeks 1 to 17
0: (laughs) yay yeah they have got some really sort of good games coming up so of course this is the Jags so at some point they'll fuck it up
1: but (laughs) I'd say they're top of the division everybody else is one game back that is a tight division Uh, you you do realise the Colts could actually go top if the results fall the right way for them but they won't I'm probably well, they, not they but, might, but they could
0: they, they could beat The Tetons this week Because the Tetons Yeah I would say that Yeah that's
2: true Interesting game though Interesting game
0: oh, yeah? No I'm, I'm Very much so And uh, yeah I'm not looking forward To playing you this week Because Of your Jags players um, Okay Rams Who have been One of the more Exciting teams this year Against the Seahawks Who have been the Shittiest, the dullest, the, fucking team. The exact to watch. opposite of that. But Seahawks got the win.
1: They did. They stopped the number one offense in the league. Yeah, um, sixteen to ten. Russell Wilson, considering he's still being spun around by a terrible offensive line, did very well again. Twenty four thirty seven, just shy of two hundred yards. Uh, one and one touchdowns and interceptions. Jared Goff, uh, comfortably his worst game of the season. <coughs> but let's not forget. They do still have the Legion of Boom. They did force five turnovers. They prey on quarterbacks when there's any sort of issue, and Goff is only a youngster still. So I think as long as the Rams can move him on from this and say, just learn from it, make sure you've picked up the reads for the future, this doesn't damage him at all for me.
0: And it's still a game they probably should have, could have won. Because, I mean... Cup, Cooper Cup. Cooper uh, Cup dropped a touchdown pass. He should have caught that. Gurley had fumbled
1: the one. Yeah, Yeah, really the Rams should have had this. And and the Seahawks do this to teams. They convince them that they're going to just edge them on defense. Like like I've always said about the Patriots, they force teams to beat themselves. I think the Seahawks have a little bit of that. Um, They can, on their day, force teams to beat themselves. And that's what happened if you look at the cup drop it's almost like he's waiting for someone to hit him and no one appeared but he'd taken his eye off the ball
2: they are one of the most boring teams oh, in the league they yeah. are that terrible and yeah, it's, absolutely. you know he's going to get cold in Seattle soon as well I would not turn up to watch that team <laughs> <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah. they are terrible Would you absolutely 49ers?
1: oh you did oh. yeah but it was hot This is
2: it was hot and the gold rush were there you know it was brilliant <laughs> um, fighter jets like I said but yeah, this this Seattle team looks terrible to me. The offence is awful. You know, No running game whatsoever. Eddie no. Lacey, 19 yards. Walls. That is somebody that is just eating the pies again now, isn't it?
1: <laughs> He's made his money yeah. for his weight in yeah. two seasons. He yeah, he made his weight
2: and now yeah. he is back on it. He is yeah. back on the bye.
1: Rules is not much better. He had 20 yards off eight carries. Baldwin, 37 yards off four catches. Uh, Jimmy Graham looked good. Yeah, you know, I picked
2: him up in my other league and yeah, yeah even though I lost time. I think you know he he was involved a lot this week. I think he, yeah, he was, they, they possibly they had their highest the receptions. Yeah, so absolutely. he was especially in the first half, he must have had four or five receptions straight away.
1: I was uh a little bit taken aback when I realised that was only Tavon Austin's second touchdown since he was taken in twenty fourteen. I thought maybe he got two or three a year just on gadget plays and things, but no. Did, did you
2: know that Tavon Austin thinks he's a running back?
1: Well, apparently he does. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. he's definitely one of those plug-in players for some random things they want to do, but it seems to
0: work for them. So, isn't he on fifteen million a year? So he's on a ridiculous hey, amount of money. If you offered me fifteen million a year, I'd say I was a running back. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, if I pay me fifteen million. I'll I'll do say whatever you want me to say. But uh, um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> sorry, it's got distracted because Gary's pointing at podcast dog
1: podcast dog appears to be licking itself in a very ferocious <laughs> manner uh, but okay.
0: yeah, um, yeah I, I, Who the, it's the Rams have the Jags this week Seahawks want to buy so uh, I'm not going to learn anything there so. Greg
1: Zerline missed a, a field goal after seven successful kicks the week before yeah. which also does take the stuffing out of your team a little bit as we saw with Nick Falk um, I mean that's one of those things it's unfortunate but there's a lot to be said there for the Rams I don't think this. Should... where
2: did Higby come from?
1: Ah, he's been there catching the odd pass all season the tight end
2: but 4 for 98 four yards 4 for 98 nobody had him in fantasy no. at all I, I, I do not know who the hell Higby yeah, was
1: look around the Rams offence though Goff is spreading that ball every week there is no well defined number one receiver in that team which is a shame, because I picked up Cooper Cup, and if he'd have held on to the touchdown, he'd have had a decent day. But
2: uh, yeah, he's Chase had have, him earlier and dropped him. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's going to have some big games, but he's going to have the games where he gets you two or three points. It's just whether you're lucky enough to get the games well, where... Well, bearing
1: in mind, my, my other wide receiver was Paul Richardson on the Seahawks, because he came up as the most recommended receiver of the week, and he got half a point or something. It was fuck all. Yeah. So, again, another position I've not done very well at. I, I, I struggle to that and double I struggle that. to
0: pick up A player A, a Seahawks Receiver part from the board the, the, yeah, I just, no just wouldn't value, bother no Wouldn't bother for fantasy.
2: They just want to win 12-6 Every week It's yeah. awful
0: Yeah Pick up the If you've got the Seattle kicker You'd be probably <laughs> If we've got some good value there But that's about it uh, So let's move on uh, uh, So Raiders At the Ravens No Ravens At the Raiders even Um <coughs> EJ Manuel was
1: better than most people thought 159 right. yards and a touchdown looked after the ball scampered around a lot
2: he started well and then he seemed to ne- taper off
1: you're never going to get big plays out of EJ Manuel we just we've seen him we saw him live didn't we when he played in Wembley and yeah. he was oh yeah and he was atrocious now that wasn't the same player that we saw the <laughs> other day playing for the Raiders he this guy was looking after the ball he was doing what was required to keep his team in a game but the rest of the team just didn't do enough they just crabtree six receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown that's as good as you're going to get from a player who missed the previous week with an injury yeah but nobody else i mean i'm I'm not taken with lynch i know he got 43 (laughs) yards and a touchdown but without Derek Carr, you need a runner getting 80 90 100 yards a week and they haven't got it um, I I I don't think he's done much Nobody's really said anything But he hasn't I hasn't think. Really done I anything. don't know He had a
2: couple of games At the start of the season Didn't he Where he got some 80-90 yards I think yes. And for me That's possibly more About the Ravens Yeah absolutely so Their defence looks to be back I already. wouldn't be surprised If Ka- So they're saying Potentially Carr Will be back this week I've seen oh, really, Yeah um, but if Carr isn't back, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised at all if they go quite heavily with Lynch this week coming. Yeah, I think um,
1: so. With, with regards to the Ravens, Flacco seems to be getting a little bit better again. 19-26, of 222 yards, no picks, no touchdowns.
2: And an and, awesome throw as he was, he was being completely yeah, destroyed as absolutely well.
1: Absolutely hammered, absolutely. Now, he finally hooked up again with Mike Wallace, Three receptions for 133 yards. (laughs) Basically, Mike, run down the field and I'll lob it in your general direction. They did that brilliantly last year. He was racking up points for me in fantasy. It was an excellent combo. I actually had them both together last year at times, and it was brilliant. This is the first time this season Wallace has had more than two catches in the game.
2: Did I see that Mike Wallace was in the top five, or possibly even in the top two or three, of players that have caught... Long passes in the he, league over the last five in, years. In the yeah. last
1: five years, he's got the most receptions over fifty yards. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: and that's because that's what Joe Flacco does. Yeah. Uh, now, that if they can keep him upright and protected for long enough, and his back is fine, then this connection works for the team. So, um, hopefully, um, you, this is going to spark some consistency for the Ravens' offense, which will take the pressure off the defense and allow them to play up to their potential. And then suddenly, the Ravens are competitive again. So,
2: yep.
1: Um, Amari Cooper, this one, this one's for you, Perry. What a fucking dog turd of a season he's having! What a fucking waste of time. One catch, and you, you said he was going to be a top five receiver this season. Uh, no, no, no is <laughs> not. Last week lady, he was rated eighty out of eighty eligible receivers. <laughs> this week, I think he's he was. I, I think he was eighty again. That's that. Whoa, that is that is fucking piss poor. Yeah,
2: he's oh. a one season wonder.
1: I. I don't know what it is he just doesn't seem to be able to get any separation you watch him and he is effectively running with the guy's shadow on him like yep. he can't get away And it's, it's, maybe he doesn't do enough but people have got tape
0: on him and he cannot escape the coverage he's the only person in the uh, that currently this season Eric Hebron's watching the game going fucking hell he drops a lot <laughs> <laughs> he's leading the league isn't he on drops uh, yeah. I think. yeah yeah nine I think it's nine, nine. Drops. in
1: in five games okay. no, no
2: wonder he caught one pass
1: one know. yeah I mean it's just not good I mean alright the Raiders it, neither of these teams are out of it the Raiders are on uh, what two and three I think the Ravens are. The, oh no Ravens are three and two they've actually got a winning record Uh, Both these teams, it's early in the season, they're well involved in their divisions, but at the moment, without Carr, you say these teams are trending in opposite directions. Once Carr comes back, if he's fit, if there's no long-serving problem from that, yeah, these teams should be roughly equal, and I don't think I'll be saying that before the start of the season. I
2: think that shows good bounce-back ability from the Ravens.
0: Nice. Bounce-back ability, really.
2: Well, it's it'll been it's been be, a couple of years, isn't it?
0: Big be in in Dowie terms, terms. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but no. Obviously, they went to London, didn't do well. Yeah, the, they... the, the game after London didn't do well. They've then gone away to the Raiders, and they've got no car. But you're still talking about going away to the to the Raiders, and and they they won thirty seventeen. That's a decent victory. And I think that could be um, an important victory for the Ravens because. We talked about it last week, a couple of weeks ago. Everyone was going, Ravens look great, mm. you know, defense looks yeah. great. They're going to have a great season. Then they were crap for a couple of weeks, and everyone's like, Oh yeah, they're not really that good. Um, and now this week, everyone's going, Oh yeah, they, they look all right, don't they? Winning record. So.
0: Yeah. Both both teams have got favourable uh, matchups this week. Uh, Ravens host the Bears. Raiders host the Chargers. So, um, if the Chargers beat the Raiders, they would be on the same record in that division.
1: Two and four. Yeah. Now, that would be excellent for the Chargers and absolutely terrible for the Raiders. They cannot afford to fall behind the Broncos and the Chiefs because this is a race for second place with the Broncos behind the Chiefs already. And if the Raiders are going to fulfil their potential and make what I thought was possibly the championship game in the AFC, they cannot afford
0: to fall further behind than they are. No, it's... uh... They're approaching a crossroads, really, if they, if they lose, the lose... If your brother was here, we may have had
2: a little bit <laughs> of uh, boys to men there. I think,
1: I think we would have done. If they lose next week and the Chargers go level with them in the division, I think the playoffs is done for the Raiders. And I, I'm not even saying that to wind up Perry or anybody else. That's what I think.
0: I think crossroads was bone fugs and harmony.
2: Well, if you know that, <laughs> you're a worse man than me.
0: Well, it was covered by Blazing Squad. and. Uh, <laughs> Wow, nineties pop knowledge here. Yeah. Don't get anyway, that on another podcast, do you? No, well, probably in nineties pop podcasts.
1: <laughs> Surely those don't exist.
0: But um, anyway, uh, enough of enough of that. Uh, uh, dross, dross. Because let's move on to what was an amazing game, Superb game. Uh, Packers at the Cowboys. <coughs> what was uh, the yeah game? Game of the week weekend for me, uh, from what I saw and. 35-31 to 31 for the Packers. Uh, Rodgers proving pulled, that pulled he is again. clutch. <laughs>
1: um, One minute and two seconds on the clock and he marched the team down the field and completed the touchdown to Devontae Adams. Basically like it was the easiest thing he'd ever had to do. If you'd have handed him skipping rope and said, can you skip down the field? He could have probably done that at the same time because yeah. he just did not look troubled at all. Oh, he's just the
0: best, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he I, I think I
2: think this is the reason why a lot of us picked the Packers Absolutely. this year to the, win, yeah, the win the Rogers Super Bowl. Factor, definitely. Um, I don't know how many people it was in our, our sort of Four, five, four or five yeah, out of the yeah. league have picked. Like, yeah, picked Green Bay this year. Um,
0: um, yeah, I mean, uh, I my brother has Adams in his team. Was unsure about picking him this week um, because, of course, they coming back from the injury. Went with Robbie Anderson from the Jets because he was playing the Browns. How did that work out, Paul? Oh, he Paul lost by eighteen points, and Devontae Adams got seventeen and a half, so he'd have still lost. But it would have been
1: much more competitive. That'd have been much more painful, though. Yeah, imagine losing by a really small margin, like zero point zero
0: eight. Oh,
2: Although Jordy Nelson was taken out right at the end, wasn't he? To be assessed injury yes. assessed. He only had two receptions he did you uh, have yeah. a touchdown he had a touchdown yeah, yeah so st- I still got about 10 points now, out of him but, in part
1: yeah. 1 we were talking about players who maybe think they're playing positions that they shouldn't be was it part 1 or was it earlier in this one but anyway running backs people who are oh no no it was the, the Lions game are they really running backs Abdul and uh, Zena and people like this Yeah, Riddick Jones playing out of the running back position for Green Bay in place in Montgomery yeah. looks like a proper fucking running back exactly yeah. what they need uh, he no,
2: because, they need Montgomery to come back.
1: No, you,
0: you need, need Montgomery, Montgomery to come, come back.
2: back. <laughs> yeah, that's Jones, all math.
1: But 19, 19 carries, 125 yards and a touchdown. That's a proper running back statistic. So it's not, well, we're going to gadget him out this side and throw the ball. No, he looked like a proper running back. And that is what Bay has been missing. And if he maintains that role and Montgomery does come back and does the pass-catching role, then all of a sudden they've got a really good backfield, which we haven't been able to save for a long time.
0: Yep. No, I, I I went for a, I did try and pick him up in the on the waivers and uh, Jim got him. So I,
2: I think the the defense as well for the Packers it doesn't ever give up enough points that Rogers can't bring it no. back. So they have they have, seem to have periods within the game where they just raise a level. The game never gets away. They concede points. They've always conceded points, but they never let it get to a, a point where you know they're. They're very rarely two two scores down, are they? The Packers. No, no
1: but only because Rodgers does seem to score on every drive. <laughs> every drive. I mean, it's, it's incredible to watch. Um, <laughs> Dak Prescott, 25-36, 251 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, I thought he played really well. Like yeah. A couple of the touchdown passes were excellent. Uh, he ran in for a score as well. I mean, he's doing most things right. Something doesn't seem quite like it did last year for this team offensively. They don't Des look dominant.
2: Des Bryant doesn't look right.
1: But then he's had a very slow like, season. picked up a touchdown. He's starting to look more like himself, but certainly at the start of the year he was a shadow. Cole Beasley's playing really well. Like, yeah. A couple of touchdowns this week. I think he's got two already on the season. I mean, he, he's doing excellently for a man with a blonde perm.
0: Uh, well, I don't think anyone... He looks like he's been driving NASCARs is. in the 90s. Oh, yeah, they're definitely. They're definitely just that. But, um, Fuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Elliot, 29 carries for 116 yards. Uh, this was the first time when I watched him and thought, yes, one more week of this, and I'd say the offense is back to where it should be. But it still looks just slightly disjointed. Nice to see Witten uh, as the leading receiver. Eight, eight receptions for 61 yards. This guy doesn't seem to get older. Uh... What they're going to do when he finally does retire, I am not sure because he is a proper comfort blanket for Prescott. Whenever there is pressure, he just dumps it off.
2: A lot of that was about keeping drives going as well, wasn't it? So yeah. it's that it allows the big plays to come, you know, after that because you can keep keep the drives going by just dumping it off to Whitten. So I think you are right. You know, there isn't a lot of great tight ends out there. So as we've touched on numerous times, so stop touching my tight ends. So you know, where does you know where does the replacement come from?
0: I mean, Witten is a good tight <coughs> end, but he's not—he's not like elite. He's not—he's not, he's not gonna—he's not a Gronk or a Kelsey. So. He's not a
2: big. Well, not now. but not you know we are scorer. You are talking about a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: No, but
1: I'm saying he's, he's never been a big point accumulator, but he's always there for the two-yard reception if you just need to drop yeah. the ball off. And, and franchise
2: franchise leader in receptions, isn't he?
0: Yes, I think he's got the most receptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying now. So I mean, to replace him now, you just you, you could it could that could be replaced with a serviceable court, uh tight end as long as you don't pick like an Ebron or uh, <laughs> uh, you know or, Eric, or Will Ebron. Ta- Eric uh, uh, Ebron doesn't
1: listen to this podcast I mean nobody fucking does. No, no, nobody, nobody listens. To this. Listen. unless unless could you tweet it to Eric Ebron it might <laughs> inspire him if someone could just tweet Eric Ebron to tweet hey these guys in England think you're shit and they know fuck all about the NFL
0: well I imagine he'll go to his phone to download it and, and then he'll drop it, it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking hell hey, somebody seriously one of us has got I'm useless with Twitter but somebody let him know because that'd be great imagine if he got pissed off about that he's and then, massive and then other people were like yeah but you are shit Eric yeah you know. I
0: mean, it's, it's, I'm mean i not you know it's not
1: I assume he's the just... third chuckle brother <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me to you I've fucking dropped it again to be fair sometimes watching him is more hilarious than the chuckle brothers um <laughs> Okay, uh, Cowboys are on a bye this week. Uh, Packers uh, go to the Vikings.
1: Mm, yeah, it's a t- always a tough divisional game, that, but you'd think an Aaron Rodgers-led Packers team has got to be a Case Keenan led Vikings team.
2: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything so far that makes me think anything different than the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, more or less I'm with you. The, the defence early on looked dodgy, but they seem to have
0: quashed that they've game. got enough I they're think. getting through yeah uh, they've got enough although i think bradford might be back for the vikings yes don't, don't count on it, they, it well he was back yeah and he got pulled at the end of the
1: first yeah, quarter because he round. wasn't fit yeah yeah so yeah.
0: don't count on him being back we'll get to that in a minute yeah. that's the last game yeah so uh, but let's move on to the standout team of this year so far i guess uh um, the giants <laughs> other the other way um So Chiefs went to the Texans, 42-34.
1: Yeah, they didn't really wipe the floor with them. um, But Deshaun Watson did a great job of keeping the Texans in this. Five touchdowns. I mean, there is nothing else that this rookie could do. He's been excellent. And if it wasn't for the fact that Fournette's probably going to get Rookie of the Year, you'd say that Watson has got to be in with a shout. He's just been brilliant. Um, Miller, 15 carries for 74 yards, Hopkins had three touchdowns, Fuller had two more. Um, the, the Texans played brilliantly, and most weeks that would be enough to win, but yep. no one seems to be able to stop the
2: Chiefs. Yeah. Now, the Chiefs just look like a really solid team, don't they? Super you know, Smith, 29 from 37, 324 724? yards. That's so not Smith. He's averaging, like we talked about last week, 10.5 yards again, you know. That's crazy against the Texans' defence. Yep. Um Kareem Hunt starting to operate like we touched on again last yeah, week yeah. as a proper running back, twenty nine rushes for hundred and seven yards. You know, you'd expect that out of any, you know, elite running back, yeah, you know, yeah. just to keep, you know, as we say, pounding the yards. <laughs>
1: Oh you've got to listen to last week's one to find out why that's funny. <laughs> Alex Smith nineteen and four in his last twenty one games. That's an impressive fuck that's that's good, man. That's yeah. You can't fault that. Zero interceptions to start the season so far. Um, the only downside for the Chiefs was Travis Kelsey getting a concussion. Uh I'm yet to see whether or not he's gonna be available for this week. They haven't said yet, it'd be too early yeah. this week to say. Um slightly more significant downside for the Texans.
0: The Texans yeah. Yeah, Watt out for the season, uh, which is... Did he break his leg, didn't he? Yeah. It, this, I mean, the, the season started with everyone, uh, everyone saying, we hope this is the year we get to see Clowney and Watt together. And brilliant they have been. Together. And they have been, and it just once again, one of them seems to spend... A significant amount of the season on the bench, yep. uh, and it's just a shame. Um, I think to compound the problem, they also lost
1: Whitney Merciless for the season. Yeah, he is also gone. In the I think he was injured on the same drive. I mean, that's two of your best defensive players. Um, I the Texans have got a very good defensive unit, but I'm not sure you can make up for losing both of those players and that is going to put even more pressure on Watson I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing Watson throw more picks because he's going to be playing from behind more so
2: the only thing you've got is the fact that they are in a very tight division without anybody running away with it so all of those teams you know are going to have a chance
0: yeah now it's um,
2: aren't they you know the Texans the Titans and the Jags you know it's going to be close
0: the thing with
1: the thing with JJ Watt is the position he plays you don't particularly win games for your team at that position but you stop the opposition from winning the game and it concerns me that if the Texans have lost two players off that defensive unit who are so big at keeping uh, opposition from putting up the numbers that the Texans are going to have to do a bit more and how much more can you keep ringing out of a rookie yes he's been outstanding but you don't want to be going to the well once too often with him. You, you want it to let him do things at his speed, and now you might be asking him to do just a bit too much. So this could be the thing that really knocks the Texans back in just a couple of games, which might be enough for him to lose a tight division, especially because the Jags seem to be trending the other
0: way.
2: Yep. Well, yeah, it's going to be close.
0: Yeah. Uh, Watson has 12 passing touchdowns, the most ever by a rookie in the team's first five games. Wow. No other rookie has had 10 so well, he's well ahead um, uh, they also have the Browns this weekend fuck me so uh, yeah <laughs> fucking hell so it doesn't matter whether they play Kevin Hogan or not you're probably going to find Deshaun Watson wins that one yeah uh, fuck so, uh, and then I think the week after is their bye so um. well fair play to Deshaun Watson he's doing an outstanding job yep. Super, yeah superb kept me in my fantasy game this weekend because um, uh, I was sucking so bad and did the you game. lose in the end John I did lose is it zero point zero eight? So if it, it's not even really worth it, mentioning, is it, it, it? if it had got another couple of passes passes down, mm. then uh, what pass probably would have done yeah. it? Bastard. <laughs> um, but no. Um, but yeah, he's uh, been superb. Hopkins well, as well. When was the last
1: time you had to measure anything down to zero point
0: zero eight? Well, let's. Your wingspan. I'm not, not, not going to go. <laughs> make the obvious penis joke. Good. Uh right. Yeah. That leaves us with Monday night's game. Hooray! Whey! Vikings at the Bears. It's Trubisky time. Wee! Um, I'm going to start off with a with a fact for you because uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I saw this the other day and I laughed, um, and it wasn't just the the tweets from uh, Trubisky that just says I love sucking titties. <laughs> 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 uh, back in. Uh, Back in 2011, Mitch, get might want to start deleting your tweets. Um, <laughs> the Bears offensive court coordinator. Uh, it's uh, This was his 20th game. Mm-hmm. In those 20 games, Trubisky is now his fifth quarterback.
1: Oh, okay, now that's, that's not good, is it? No, that's but, crazy. Can
0: you name all the others? Uh, Glennon. Cutler. Cutler.
1: Who the fuck stood in for cut? Oh, Hoyer. Hoyer. Uh, and yeah. Barkley. Barkley, yeah. Whoa. Uh, I've done very well there. There's
2: a roll call of terrible <laughs> quarterbacks. Yeah.
0: Awful quarterbacks.
2: Brian Trubisky's fucking Hoyer.
0: Better than that lot, right? I think Trubisky, well, we were judging him in on one game, but he was all right. 12 of
1: 25, 128 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Yeah, nothing The exciting. Pick. But when we were discussing this prior to starting this podcast, you said to me, who the fuck is he going to throw the ball to? Kendall Wright is the answer, 4 for 46. That's it. I mean, they haven't got a lot going. I like Miller, the tight end, but he doesn't seem to put up big numbers. He's good for the odd touchdown catch. He's one of those big-bodied, stick me in the end zone and I'll catch the ball. But that's it. There's no yards there. Uh, and if the running game doesn't come off, and by that I mean 100 yards plus, I think the Bears are still in trouble. Howard had 76 yards this week. Their other touchdown that they scored, by the way, was on a fake punt. I saw it. I it was love amazing. a fake punt. Yeah, it was. Is uh, it is it Pat Connor, the punter, something like that?
0: That was a. That
1: was a great pass. It was. Uh, it was
0: beautiful. And uh, yeah, and uh, there was well, they they scored a two point conversion, which was uh, a trick play. <laughs> yeah, which was really, really fun. to They watch. pulled out all
1: the stops. They lost by three points, twenty to seventeen. Uh, more importantly, for uh, in terms of. The Vikings and for fantasy because Bradford we were, some people were waiting for him to come back and see I think he lasted the first quarter and got yeah. pulled and there was a tweet from RG3 that said someone needs to get him out of there he looks uncomfortable I know that feeling words yeah. to that effect uh, yeah he, I think he, he got tackled uh, and the knee went again he got sacked twice yeah he, he got tackled a couple of times sacked a couple of times I think and that's got to be a concern they'd have been expecting to put him back in and at least get to half-time, if not play the whole game.
2: Why, they wouldn't put him in. why would you bring him back against the Bears? I, I just don't understand the, the rationale behind that.
1: I can only think they thought he was fit, and, and he clearly wasn't now. Keenum did okay, 17-21, 140 yards and a touchdown. We, we now know what you're going to get from Case Keenum. You're going to win one in two with Case Keenum. Give or, give or take, not very much. Now, it's not enough to win this division, uh, and especially now they haven't got Dalvin Cook. It's a problem... But they need to give Bradford as much time as he needs. Bridgewater isn't going to be in this season by the looks of things. They want to give him all this season to get fit. And then that makes your job easier at the end of this year. If Bradford's been struggling, you say, right, we're bringing back Bridgewater. Bradford can go. Um, but it's disappointing for the Vikings. They've had a lot of injured troubles in the last couple of years. and. Jarek McKinnon had 16 rushes for 95 yards and a touchdown, did perfectly well as a running back, but then you compare it to Cook's stats and what he was putting up, and all of a sudden they've taken a massive but hit. But
2: McKinnon did perfectly well yeah. last year as well, didn't yes, he? Yes, he
1: did, yeah, absolutely. He's a very good number two <laughs> running back, but you wouldn't pin your season's hopes on him, would you?
2: Well, he doesn't go first round in fantasy, does he? No, he doesn't. no Nobody goes crazy over him, but no. he is a decent running back.
1: But nobody's looking at uh, Keenum and McKinnon, which are the two players first written down on our sheet here for the Vikings and thinking, yeah, that's got the sound of a playoff team to me. He was also the team's leading receiver with six receptions for 51 yards. Um, And then Kyle Rudolph, six receptions for 45 and a touchdown. I like Rudolph. I think he's one of the better tight ends. He seems to be performing every week. Um, And especially
2: coming up towards Christmas.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. He's often busy uh, at that time of year. making up for the
2: fact four and inches isn't it? Yeah.
1: so yeah you've got, to, you've got to do those jokes I, I feel for the Vikings I think they had a lot of potential this season with Thielen and Diggs and it's all falling apart a little bit Diggs injured old. isn't he did he get injured I don't know yeah I'm did sure he? I saw a report saying there was yeah. an
2: injury um, injury you know, Adam report Adam
1: Thielen looks excellent they've got a lot of talent on the team but they always seem to get injuries <laughs> in the worst possible positions the quarterbacks the running backs so in the past we've seen Bridgewater go down and points go down, a groin injury. Yeah. For Diggs, what, what was he doing?
0: He was worked on by trainers for I a long stretch was. of the game.
1: <laughs> for a long stretch. <laughs> um, he a he, he,
0: uh, he was he did finish the game though, so uh, it might not be a long injury. But he's uh, he should be back next week when they play the Packers. Uh, uh, yeah, out. Maybe have that week off. Yeah. Although you know, as I say, the you know the Packers defense isn't the best, so you know I think the Packers might destroy them. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you won't want you won't want to be going in with Keenum, and yeah,
1: that's a concern.
0: But yeah, they are. They they, they did get the win, and uh, that leaves the Vikings three and two. Yeah, so, they're,
1: they're having a perfectly okay season, but it could have been so much better. Bradford was fit every week, and Cooks fit every week. Then they're pushing the Packers. Yeah, yeah,
2: lots are still unfolding in, in their season. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So that's all the games. Um, any significant results in the in the second half of the half of half of those?
1: Yeah, for me, it's the fact that the Chiefs are still, excuse me, still rolling at five and zero because the Texans threw everything, literally threw everything at them. And they just absorbed it and put up one more score. So, uh, I, who are you going to pick to beat the Chiefs? They seem to be capable of toughing out in close games or going rampant on teams. Who,
0: Steelers this weekend.
1: Yeah, and why would you say that? Yeah, I mean, nobody's <laughs> going to pick the Steelers over the Chiefs. So they, nobody's going to no. do that. So uh, I don't know,
2: though. You just don't know. No, you don't. You but just no, don't you, know. But,
1: but if, you, if I gave you your house and said, which team are you going to say is going to win that game? You're not picking the Steelers. I
2: you're don't not, know. You're not I think that's. I think that's one of those strange games where Big Ben, the big players, could step up. I wouldn't be surprised if all if Steelers no, won it, that,
1: and it definitely could. But if I asked you to pick, you definitely got to pick one right now. You couldn't take the Steelers with any confidence because if Kelsey was be out. If Kelsey was out. Yeah.
2: Then that would be a very tight call. I it think. Would.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, it's significant for me because they have
0: absorbed everything thrown at them so far. No, uh, Gillo, you got you got a significant result from them.
2: Um, just the Packers for me. I think you know that was a big game against the Cowboys. So again, Rogers coming back and and leading that drive for me, it all just sets up. This quarterback can not only win one Super Bowl. That is impossible. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: It is impossible that he only wins one Super Bowl. So I think that's significant. But
1: then that said, everyone said Marino will never go without winning the Super Bowl, and he did. So it yeah. could happen. It could happen.
2: Yep, yeah, it could. But it imagine won't. if Alex it won't. Smith
1: wins the Super Bowl this year has the same number of Super Bowl wins as Aaron Rodgers. I mean, just just think about that for a minute because their still, careers
0: are locked together. Still half an Eli.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> half an Eli. <laughs> uh,
0: what a weird game. Yeah, for me, Jags and the Steelers. Um, I'm, I, I was really uh, confident, not confident, but. I was predicting good things for Steelers this year and they've just not they're so inconsistent and when they're bad they're really, really bad. Uh and the Jags defence is it's it's the best pass defence in the league at the moment. Absolutely. So uh yeah, um they have the Rams this weekend. Uh and yeah, I think uh, I think that's gonna be a great game. Um so highlights, highlights of the weekend. Any plays that. Yeah, I love a fake punt. I thought that was
1: brilliant. I will always highlight a fake punt. Um, also, just <laughs> the manner in which uh, the Chargers players beckoned over the trainers when Odell Beckham went down. Because. There is always something about two teams really physically hammering each other, and all of a sudden, grown men start waving on people with, you know, medical attention. I, I think I don't know. There's something about that. Obviously, it's not a highlight play, but it's it, it makes you realise that actually they are all doing it for career, and they, you know, the guys genuinely felt bad that that, that had happened. So I thought it was nice to see that.
2: For me, it was um, Fournette's 90-yard touchdown. Um, I just loved it. Um, I was not expecting that from the Jags. Um but I think it just shows the attitude of the guy that I don't you know, think Steelers were. <coughs> no, I'd say not, no, no. But yeah, it shows the attitude of the guy that he just believes that, you know, he is top level and he believes he can just run through people, he can make plays and yeah, I thought that was um I thought that was superb. They didn't need to do it. They could have just run the clock out, so yeah, that was um, a great end to, to the weekend.
0: Uh yeah, um and I liked Aguilar's... Big butts uh,
1: and you cannot lie. What you said? You said I like big butts and I cannot lie. No, I, said,
0: I, I, I liked Aguilars uh, yeah. touchdown and uh, splash into the uh, into the end zone. It was very good. That was really cool. Um, normally, of course, we'd pass her four inches for his Cleveland. He's frowns. instructed me to do the uh, New York cryant. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Basically, is it time for the Giants to blow this up? and say, Eli's got to go, we're going to play Davis Webb, we're, no. we're not going to bring Brandon Marshall back next year. Like, I'm talking at the end of the season because they've got to do something. Brandon Marshall's not going to be back, I don't think. Odell, you don't know what you're going to get, so have you got to draft a new number one receiver in case he's not yeah. fully fit? And how do you address the running back position? There are so many problems on the Giants that even though they have the same record as the 49ers and the Browns, those two teams have already put in the building blocks for the future. They just need to be coached better Whereas the Giants don't have that. They've got Evan Ingram and maybe Sterling Shepard. And that's it. Got nothing else going forward. So, New York clients, how do you fix a terrible franchise?
0: <laughs> that sums it up I think that's beautiful. a great
2: place to leave the evening. I, yeah. I, I agree, absolutely. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm taking a knee on that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Yeah thanks for listening guys Um, we'll be back next week with the review of uh, week six so Griff you're you're confident I'll be uh, wearing
1: my jet shirt next week (laughs) and uh, I might buy you a Broncos shirt as you go zero in six I'd
0: love a new team (laughs) (laughs) I bet you would Um, so yeah we'll we'll catch up on that Uh, relevant news anything fantasies Related. i uh, got, <laughs> got a few. It's late. It is late. It's gone. It's past eleven. It's uh, gone past your bedtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the meantime, you know, uh, <laughs> we're on the, we're on Twitter, uh, Belichick's World. we uh, stuff always on going on to our website at www dot com. Or you can email us at billbelichicksworld at gmail yeah, Send
1: us your fantasy ideas. Send us your
0: fan- <laughs> send us your ten- tell us about your fantasies. <laughs> um, yeah, feel, yeah, please, uh, you know, rate and subscribe. Are we going to have
2: to change the uh, theme tune to Baby D? Let me be your fantasy. <laughs> I think
0: we
1: should. Nah, the eight-bit uh, version. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> see I'll, if you can
0: find that. I'll, I'll see if I can create one. Uh, but yeah, feel free to you know leave reviews. Please subscribe. Five-star uh, reviews. Five-star reviews because yeah, we need don't want to
1: wanna be a dick like Chase. We
0: we we, uh, we need to get we need to get noticed because uh, <laughs> this this insight needs to be heard. <laughs> but uh, yeah any questions that you have you know, we'd love to hear from you um, but yeah just remember guys despite the result it's Bill Belichick's world and we just live in it uh, so uh, goodbye from but goodbye from me peace out goodbye cheers we'll see you next week bye